you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Congratulations, squirrels! And welcome to another podcast. Oh my god, my voice is giving out. <coughs> welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk found here on the Sonar Network. Sonar, everywhere you are. That's the little tagline I have for them. Uh, and I'm here with my co host, well, I'm Vicky Licks, and I'm here with my co host, Selena Vile. Hey! <laughs> Um, I haven't slept in a few days, so I'm a little woo. What's happening? Why haven't you slept? I'm just not sleeping right. It's like my sleeping schedule is all over the place. I'm going to bed at like 5 a.m. I'm waking up at like 3 p.m. It's dark out constantly. Well, then you are sleeping. What? Yeah, but not really, because I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed earlier. So I'm just laying awake in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm on the same sleep cycle as you, except it's normal for me. I know, but I don't want this to be my normal. I want to be like, I want to be like the people are. Aww, you want to see, want to see him dancing. I want to get my baguette in the morning, you know, at the closed down baguette shop. I need six eggs. I just want to be outside the window and be like, give me my baguette. <laughs> I like that we're, um, we're crossing over Disney musicals. Oh, They're yeah. not the same. You know what? I got Disney Plus during December because December feels like a Disney Plus month. What have you watched on it so far? I've only seen Soul. I oh, I haven't seen that yet. I watched Frozen two on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's great, right? It's better than the first one. Actually, it was. I hated Frozen. I hated it. Um, I, I it. actually didn't mind Frozen two. I didn't mind it. It's cute. Yeah, it's yeah. about colonialism. It's great. You know what? The the, the way that guy talks to those reindeers, I, that I, that resonates hard with me. Yeah, yeah. Those reindeers are very Una, and you're very that guy. <laughs> it's not, you know what? I didn't realize that talking out loud to yourself wasn't normal until it is normal. Very like late in life. No, who told you it's not normal? Well, I was watching an episode of The Simpsons, and Marge had this whole moment where she's talking out loud, and she's like, What are you, what are you doing? I can't do the Marge voice right now. <laughs> you're pretty close. Um, but that's still, it's normal. It, she felt crazy, but it's because. She, that's what that was her feeling. But the yeah, truth but is having full conversations with yourself. I have conversations with objects. Like if like <laughs> something falls, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Are you happy now? Like I'm, I get very angry. Like I, I talk to objects. Oh, in yeah. my I do that too. I do that too. I get really angry at them all the time. Yeah. I'm like you fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh, but I have full conversations with myself. And I didn't, re- but like, I used to do that in public, <laughs> which is what I did. Hey, That's what listen, if you with. can't talk to yourself, how the hell are you going to talk to somebody else? You know what I mean? Well, the problem is I talk to myself so much that I don't want to talk to anybody else. It's true. You don't even answer when I call. True. I, nobody listens to me like me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you are your best audience. And nobody cares to listen to me but me. So that's that. Well, now that we're all listening to this podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're just talking. I'm just talking. If I did this podcast by myself, oh my God, that'd be my uh, gangster's paradise. Just me talking and like people listening. Gangster's paradise. (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer turning around a chair and saying, So, what did you bring me here for? What did she say at the beginning of the video? Oh, I wish I remember the line perfectly. I feel so stupid. I don't remember. Oh, it's so you want to tell me what this is all about? And then he starts singing, When I Walk Through the Valley of Shadow. Through the Valley of the Shadow. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, that's a Drag Race Request lip sync song if I've ever heard one. I've done it. <laughs> I know, but I want to see it on the show. <laughs> Speaking about the show, we've got a lot to get into. We have episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. Congratulations. And uh, starting next week is RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So we're getting double trouble here. Oh my God, I'm getting DP'd next week. We're doing two episodes. So I think our plan is going to be we're releasing UK every Monday now, and we're going to be releasing the US version every Tuesday. That is correct, because uh, UK is coming out on Thursdays, airing, and then Fridays is the airing date of Drag Race. What a slug. I'm already exhausted, and we're only on episode two. Yeah, and should we talk just real, real quick about Canada's Drag Race season two being renewed? They have announced casting. That's right. and so we're getting a season two. Yeah. It's going crazy, and people are already tagging all the dolls. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. It's like, okay, all these people are also writing letters of like, thank you so much for th considering me, but I won't be auditioning this year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they need to make an official statement. I know, they calm down. Um, okay, calm down. It is, I will say, it is, I just want to speak to all my friends <laughs> who are not drag performers. It gets annoying, um, because we all have our own reasons for applying or not applying, and with our friends being like, you need to be on this show. I'm like, I know that you think that because you know me only as a drag performer. But like, also, like we haven't been working. None of us have money. It's going to be uh, kind of different because the casting process is going to be like, people are on different budgets and who knows how that's going to work out. So maybe some people can apply and maybe some people can't, you know? So mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. But uh, I'm excited that we got picked up for a second season. And uh, I think second season is where you really make your mark, you know? No, it's true. Like, definitely. I know I didn't apply for season one. and I'm not going to apply for this one. But like, um, because season one is always where you work out the kinks, right? So like, we don't really know what the show is going to look like, what it's going to be like. It's still finding its footing. And then I feel like season two is going to turn it up a notch. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, you're not going out of the park with season two. Mm -hmm. Get somebody who can hit it. All right. Yeah, hit it and quit it. <laughs> um, also, Another drag announcement is RuPaul just arrived in Australia to film Drag Race Australia. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't. <laughs> yeah, never ending. If anybody wasn't confused before, I am thoroughly confused. Uh, <laughs> Australia is filming now too, who knows? Uh -huh. Great, great, great. Yeah. Wow, okay. Fun times, right? That's true. So let's get into this season though, because here we are. We are on season 13. Congratulations. And uh, what is happening? We left off last week with the girls going to the pork chop loading zone. Uh -huh. Apropos, as it is. Uh, all the first out eliminated girls had their, their posters up, hanging their kitty posters. That's right. Even James Mansfield. Even, even James Mansfield, who's doing very well for herself. She is. She requested a new picture because she's like her mouth agape in that photo. Well, I love that some of them are like from season two. It's like, wow, that's a real old photo. We're still using season two promo. <laughs> <laughs> Shangela. Yeah. And uh, so the gals are all sitting there and then we get the little rue, ding, ding, ding. The grease mm -hmm. moment. And she says, we got to vote off somebody, all stars almost. Which is wild because, as they said, they don't know each other. How are you supposed to know who you're going to vote off? You didn't even see them lip sync. Yeah, it's, it's like the Survivor theme music starts playing. 
Somebody <laughs> starts lighting some tiki torches around them in a mask. Utica's hairline keeps falling back. Oh my god. Let's well, okay, so they pull out the lipsticks, they have the little voting box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is getting so sticky. I'm um, angry that not one of them said, Hey Utica, your hairline. Like, because it's an easy <laughs> fix. They didn't. And like they're all just sitting there on TV, like, help the girl. They voted for her hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. Were you not shocked? So basically, they, they all voted with their lipsticks, and half of them, it was a tie, half of them voted for Elliot with two Ts, and half of them voted for Utica, which surprised me. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, her energy makes me really anxious. And I, I could actually imagine her sitting back there after going through what she went through and being even more anxious and stressing the shit out of everybody there. <laughs> Mm, I can imagine her like getting into her head and being very really quiet during that moment. See, I think they're feeling her energy, honestly. Mm. I, 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 I felt that through my TV. <laughs> so, and they're in the room with her. I was like, wow. I mean, that's really saying something. Yeah. So they voted for Utica and Elliot with two Ts. And they have to revote because there ain't no ties here, honey. That's right. We can't send two of them to the next station. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are really fucking with these girls. <laughs> they are. I think they made the right choice. They voted for who they vote for. They voted for Elliot with two T's in the end, unanimously. Was it unanimously? Yeah, they said it was unanimous. Oh. Yeah. Um, so she gets. I, uh, so she's dressed up like a lady from the '80s. She just got fired from her temp job at the office, uh-huh. and uh, it's because she kept correcting them how to spell her goddamn name. Two T's, people! It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> I hate this. This is my, my least favorite drag name in the entire world. It's a dumb drag name. Even Elliot. I'm like, come on. But like Elliot with two T's, I'm like, you're really pushing this here, okay? Is Elliot their like real name and they just didn't want to come up with a drag name? Is I that would, what it is? I would hope so. If this is the best drag name you came up with was Elliot, mm-hmm. that better be your fucking name. <laughs> and your mom better give you those two T's and that's why you're hammering this home for us. <laughs> but she got she got fired. <laughs> so she She did. She leaving the office, she's packing up her box, she's taking her fake plant. That poor thing. She looks like she like it literally looks like a gal just got fired. What she looks like is Missy Pyle. Who? Missy Piles. Pissy Miles? Well, Missy, Pissy Miles is named after Missy Piles. Oh, who's that? She's an actress who's been in a lot of stuff, none of which I can name right now, but I want to say Josie and the Pussycats. I think she was a villain in that. She's very funny, and she has Elliot's face. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's... Well, you can, you can see that on our Instagram at, at um, <laughs> Squirrel Talk Podcast. <laughs> Join us on our Instagram, Squirrel Talk Podcast. All the memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we figured out that sow cow isn't what a sow cow is. We, I didn't know. It's a sow chow. Sow chow. But they say sow cow. And I'm not the only person. I had a lot of people message me to be like, what? It's not sow cow. Listen, it's named after the person. Someone sent me this. So it's named after the person. Aaron Redbeard, was that you? Uh, it's named after the person who first did the jump. I get it, but it, like it's, they keep saying, the announcers are always like, she's going into a triple sow cow. Well, maybe that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> but that, that's <laughs> stupid. But that's stupid. That's a fucking cow. Let it be. 
doesn't have, have a cow, man. All right, here we go. What's happening? So Elliot is gone, and then we just uh, lights go down on um, Act One is over <laughs> for the mm-hmm. floating top gals. We don't see them again. That's right. Bye, ladies. And I need to. Those are some of my favorites. Well, we're going to get a great episode next week, then. Okay, so here we go. Lights come up. Act two begins. <laughs> and the, we are back in the workroom. And who's we're back in the workroom. The, the winning queens, the top six, walk in and sit around the table and congratulate themselves on being the best. After, I know, it's like nonstop. Like, can you believe we just win? That's all we do. We win. We're winners. <laughs> it's like, nobody likes you. We're already hating you. I'm not hating them. Are you hating them? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> all of them? Most of them. Mm-hmm. I don't hate all of them. No, there's a couple of them that are my favorites, actually. I don't. I just don't like this whole twist. I'll be honest. It's, I, I'm not feeling it. It's really drawing this out. It's really like it's getting on my nerves. I think that's the whole point of it is to draw it out because I think they want to give these girls like their moments. Oh, well, here comes RuPaul, and she comes in and gives them a whole, like, first gone girl speech. A what? Oh, my God, a first gone girl speech. I thought you were, like, saying that she was giving you the plot of Gone Girl. (laughs) Oh, I would watch that. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me that Elliot faked all of it? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good movie. I like that movie. I never saw it. But isn't that the one where you can see Neil Patrick Harris's dick? I don't think, no. Oh, I don't know. No, that's the one with Ben Affleck, though. Isn't that the same movie? Yeah, it might be. I haven't seen it in a while, but Ben Affleck is looking good. That hairpiece is good on him. Okay. Is that the one where he has a big back tattoo, or is that in real life? Oh, I don't think so. It's in real life, then. Maybe. I don't know. He had a back tattoo. It's hideous. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. go to Squirrel Talk Podcast and see this back tattoo on Ben <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like that red dragon tattoo okay what are we, we're, we're so off topic okay the rupaul comes in he's talking about the first gone girls pork chop legendary she went home first and now she is a legendary pork chop <laughs> she was always a legend yeah but she's really hammering at home like she made nothing out of something out of nothing and did she really though well no rupaul did because she every every uh, reunion every reunion she, hey pork chop Hey, Fortop. I love that moment. Definitely helped. Uh, but she also brought up Banji and Sanjula. Shangela. And, uh, you know, our Port of Vialta girls. That's right. They're down there partying it up. <laughs> God. I mean, these gays that are all, like, down there. It's Okay, so somebody also faked that they were, like, a military, um, uh, or, uh, like, what is it called? Um, uh, some kind of pilot, like, health pilot or something. Okay. Big, beefy, this big, huge, muscular guy. There's a picture of him getting a shot, the vaccination. Okay. Um, and, but he then there's pictures of him in Puerto Vallarta partying with all these gays. Uh-huh. Like, he got the shot to go there. Let me tell you, it's not just the gays. Like, our Canadian officials, who are all, like, head members of parliament, all said, like, all made, like, oh, speeches God. saying, go, stay home, don't go out. And then they uh-huh. all went on vacation. They all went to Mexico. They all went down south somewhere. They went to the Caribbean. One of them. It's just so, uh, it's like, you get, okay, you want us to stay home, but what are you doing? Like, this makes no sense. It makes no uh-huh. sense. Uh-huh. The it, hypocrisy. It, it, the, hypo- the hypocrisy 
that's what 2021 is going to be about. I, I swear to God, it's going to be the hypocrisy. Uh-huh. Uh, one people speaking out of one side of your mouth and doing another thing with the other. You can't fucking sneak around anymore. We catch everybody now. Social media is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, I think they caught Silky and Vanjie on video and then Vanjie yep. was like hiding behind Silky or something or other. Silky trying to hide her face. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like they've been busted. Like, <sighs> yeah. And Pheromone is busting them all. Pheromone's out there on Twitter calling everybody out. Oh my God. <laughs> and then did you see Trinity? Trinity is like pretend, like had a fake Reddit account and admitted it and didn't realize that like we could see all the comments that she left in which she pretends to be a black person and a trans person. <laughs> She's like, I'm a black trans person and I, I don't, I'm not offended by that. And other people are like, I'm a black trans person and I am offended by that. You know what? I don't doubt that she, I feel like she's always thought of herself as a black trans person. Yes, absolutely. So I don't doubt that for a second. Um, uh, yeah, well, you know what? The, what, what is, uh, who said it best? Shangela, I believe. What is done in the dark will come to the light. Ooh. Full circle. Yeah, I know, it came right back to her. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. We're talking about first outs. That's what Vanjie and Shangela first out the party in Puerto Vallarta. Who's going to join them though at this cast? We'll find out. <laughs> so almost immediately they bring in the voted out human being, which is Elliot with two T's. Yeah, so they just bring in this boy and everybody's like, I have no idea who this is. We haven't met them. Even Tina Burner, who like sent her home had no idea who it was because you, she never saw her out of drag. No, nobody looks the same in drag or out of drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially this, like, filler queen. <laughs> <laughs> you would never know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Elliot, Elliot comes in. She's like, yay, two T's. And what happens next? They were all confused. <laughs> they were all like, who the fuck is this person and why are they here? Um, and, uh, yeah, and then RuPaul immediately says, hey, guess what? We're doing our double runway. Double runway. Uh, okay, so that means they do. They started this in season seven, and then yeah. they, they kind of stopped doing it until season twelve. Yeah, it was a one-time only thing for season seven, and then in season twelve they did it again, and now I guess it's the new thing. Right. I don't know if I need these double runways. I mean, I love. Listen, I love the runways. I love seeing the fashions, but this yeah. feels like I can't take it in, and it doesn't really matter for anything. So it feels like a waste of their fashion, you know? Well, here's what I do like about it is that in the first episode, it's normally a design challenge, right? Yes, and which, which it, I love. Yeah, we all love it. It kind of sucks, though, that that's all you get to present if, that's a, if you're the first person to go home is something you didn't even spend time on, like, outside of the show. So for this, it's great that they get to present what their style is, who they are, what they planned for the show. Yeah, and I think they're really playing into, like, the budget that these queens have to come in with for the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, the amount of stuff. I mean, they, they have to come with full, fully stocked wardrobe for the full duration of the series, right? Uh -huh. They're eliminated first or they're the winner. Um, so they have to pay the full amount, all of them. So they want to they feature their outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like, show, show, them what, show us what they've been spending their money on. Which I like, but I'm also, as a viewer, I'm like, enough. <laughs> I, like my, I like when they make shit out of garbage. Honestly, I enjoy that. Yeah. So. I'm sure we'll get that, like, for the real premiere. Oh, God. The real premiere, which is going to happen when? February? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not, I'm not joking. 
<laughs> I know. It's gonna be February. I, I think Bert and I have more people leaving from the UK than the than before the even the US starts. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right. So what is the categories from uh, daytime uh, from daytime to hooker? Yeah, basically daytime, nighttime. Yeah. All right. I guess we're getting into that. Yeah. Well, they all run and start getting ready. Like they immediately start painting. Uh-huh. Um. And then Elliot is like immediately stirring the pot and, and telling Candy that like there's a history of people who come in with a family who've been on the show before that they go home first. Like your sister Dahlia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but listen, I think Dahlia broke the curse. Like I think Dahlia is going to be the like the one of the family who went home first and now the, cl- the slate is clean for Candy. Yeah, for Candy. Maybe. We'll see. This was a rough episode for her, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> Uh, you know what? The, what I will say is that I think Ellie has nothing to lose because she was already voted off. She lost to lip sync. Um, so I kind of like that aspect of it where the queen has nothing to lose. Yeah. They really, their stakes are higher for them. So they, they can just go all out and be the full personality. Say whatever they want to the queens. They don't really care. Her energy is giving me a little like Derek Barry. Well, they're both like, Vegas, they're Vegas gals. Yeah, like, is that what Vegas is? Like, just coming in and, and like, talking shit immediately? <laughs> like, I'm, that... I'm almost positive. If, if <laughs> India Farah, Kamora Black, Farrah Moan, anything, yeah. <laughs> Great, let's all move to Vegas. They are ruthless in Vegas. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, it's that mob mentality, you know? Yeah, every man for himself. Let him sleep with my fishes. So who's up first in daytime? It is Gatnik. Gatnik, and she's giving us. Oh, we have a new segment we're going to introduce. You know, it's cute. We're going to do a nut, which is something that we really like. Mm-hmm. Or a cut. Get out of here. Ow! I cut myself. Yeah. Uh, cut it out. This so, is something you've been wanting to do, like since you started the podcast, but like never got off the ground. And here we are now, finally, three years later. <laughs> I feel like I know. It's like, maybe we should try. Before we just did like, ah, I like it. Nah, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Everybody's doing the toots and boots and shit. So it's like, let's play. Yeah, let's nut it or cut it. We're going to try. I'm probably going to forget, but we're going to try. Maybe we'll have sound effects. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, so here comes Gottmik. She is giving us real daytime realness. Blue skies are showing up with the sun and a rainbow. This is latex and power uh, shoulders and she's not wearing her white face right um she's already serving up a different look (laughs) for makeup but uh i i really love this i think it's like it pops it tells a story it tells me it's daytime immediately (laughs) and i think the entire outfit looks good on her i mean it literally looks like the morning yeah yeah it looks like a children's daytime show i love it it does what do you give it I give it a nut, 100%. Oh, she gives it a nut. Ooh, I'm nutting all over it. it. I give it a nut, too. You know, give it two nuts, two nuts. Her comes, yeah. and then her uh, evening look uh-huh. is a very uh, black velvet gown with one titty hanging out. It's like a little Kim moment where, like, half of the top is not there, so we got a little pasty moment. With a gown, yeah. Um, yeah, with a gorgeous vampy black gown and then hair to match the first look but in a different color with the with the bob and the bump or with the uh, bang and the bump bang and a bump 
I'm banging um, about them. Yeah, it's pretty simple, but I actually really, I like this. It's just, this, you know, for a runway for the first challenge, this is great for me. I love it. Yeah, and to me, it tells a story between daytime and nighttime, right? Like, I think the two looks kind of go together, and they they really show the theme. And I love that uh, they talk about their top surgery, and they love showing off their chest after the top surgery. And This big... has never happened on the show before. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's a, and it's a, big, it's a big boost of confidence for people, for people that are trans, trans men. Uh, having their breasts removed, that's a huge boost of confidence for them because, you know, you feel yeah. so insecure having those. Um, and same for uh, trans women, getting your breast implant. I mean, it just changes your whole outlook on life, you know? Yeah, there's a reason why they call it gender-affirming surgery is because it affirms your gender. It's like it's, it's everything that you've been feeling inside that you finally get to show to the outside world. Although it's interesting because not everybody feels that way. Like, there are trans men who are like, don't have an interest in removing their breasts or are trans women who don't have an interest in physically transitioning. So like, there's so many different ways to look at it. And I love that this way is being represented right now on our show. Exactly. And you can't ever be like, why aren't you getting your breasts done? Or why are, did your breasts, yeah. like it's everybody's personal decision of what they want for themselves, right? Yeah, and it's nobody's business. And it's nobody's business, exactly. As Carmen Carrera famously said to Katie Couric, what happens between my legs is none of your business. Hey, so yes, had, yes, that's she right. She asked Carmen about her genitals, and she was like, that is not your business. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, and even before I knew who Carmen was. Yeah, it's not your goddamn business. Yeah. But Would you, you give, do you give, do you give her night like a nut or, or a nut or a cut? Oh, I already forgot. I give it a nut. Mmm, me too. It's a nut, two nuts. Okay, here we go, Candy Muse. Yes. So Candy's daytime look is, I think they called her Mama Deus. And that is, uh, yeah, she's giving me Roman slut. <laughs> yeah, it's very your Roman um, um, Love Yourself series by Blake um, Morrow look. Yeah, it is. It's got like this kind of French uh, meets Roman um, prostitute. Yeah, like a madam. Yeah, well, she was trying to explain it on the runway. Uh, later on, she was like, yeah, I want to be like, uh, like the head hooker. The head hooker. It's like it's called a madam, honey. Yeah, right. we call them Heidi flies. We call them what? Heidi flies. Oh uh, yes, of course. Hollywood uh, do you madam. Like this? What do you feel? Um. Okay, so I like the outfit. I just don't get daytime from it. I don't understand how that's daytime. That's the thing. This is a beautiful costume period piece. I don't get daytime. So for that, I'm gonna give it a cut. I'll still give it a nut, just so it's like fifty-fifty. Mm -hmm. But I do like it. I do like it, you know? Yeah, I gotta, she does look good. I gotta be real. I gotta be real. And then her evening look is the devil. The devil wears... Uh, latex? Latex. Is uh, it latex? Uh, PVC? Sorry. Hold on, this is driving me crazy. There was a lot of latex on this runway. There was. They are taking a page from my book. Yeah, this is the Vicky Lick runway. She's got horns coming out of her shoulders. Um, this looks like a PVC mix of prints and stuff. Mm -hmm. Can you say PVC? Sure. A wig that's similar to the first one she wore. Um, they're very similar in some ways. Like I feel like it's kind of too close to each other. Yeah. Um, is this evening? I mean, it's is the devil evening? I guess she's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just the story is confused. the category. Uh, yeah, I'm confused by the story. That's my thing. Yeah. She also, she gives me a real, like, cunty cabbage patch. 
kid feel? Because her face doesn't move. <laughs> it's like a Cabbage Patch kid. Like her, her, her face sits in one expression and it never moves. <laughs> so it's like, it looks like a Cabbage Patch doll because it looks like a, like a living doll. It's fucking cute though. Yeah. Um, I love this look. I really, it's just got a hole in the back for some reason too, which was like, great. Yeah, Michelle it, called that out. But it's not, even, it's supposed to be a tail, but I'm like, it's not even by your butt. It's like in the, it's like in your upper back. Where's this tail coming out of? I don't get it. She said it was a panel when she explained it on the runway. Uh, so there's supposed to be a panel there. It was a very obvious hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so again, I like this a lot. I don't know if it's evening though. I'm going to give it a nut. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it like like a macadamia nut. Sure, I'll give it. A, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a cut just to keep it at fifty fifty. Oh, all right, fair enough. Even though that may not be your opinion, we're just trying to like. <laughs> like I'm 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 torn on it. Like I I I like the look. I just don't get the story. So I, think we're I both can't. Torn. We're both torn. Yeah. Um. Uh, here comes La La Ray. Is that Lala Ree or is that Cynthia Bailey in the season premiere of Real Housewives of Atlanta season? Ah, what are we on now? 13? I wrote that down. I wrote that Did down. you? <laughs> that is the look. That is exactly what Cynthia Bailey wore on the season premiere this, this year. This is Cynthia Bailey uh, promoting her Cynthia Bailey agency. <laughs> she even had the braids. I know. Well, she's from the ATL. She probably knows Cynthia. <gasps> oh my God. Get her on the show. Um, she gives me, so, but she also gives me so much Jennifer Coolidge. I can't. <laughs> like, That's funny. It's yeah. funny. Like I don't think she is that character, but she just her face gives me that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, uh, I don't hate this. This is a daytime look. Here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. It's just not as elevated as everybody else, and it's a bit basic, and I, it's off the rack. It is. Yeah, it's very pedestrian. It's like it's it's like she looks nice, but. I don't see, you know, fashion. I don't see high level. If you're wearing what a housewife can wear, it's too simple. Yeah. Although some of these housewives, especially on Atlanta, they're drag. Or Salt Lake City. Some, the Salt Lake City looks, <laughs> they're confessional looks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> some of them I'm like, woof. Jen Shaw is in full costume. Oh, God. Uh, Whitney is in full costumes every time. Every one of them is in full costume. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we should just do a podcast about that so far. <laughs> Who's after? Uh, oh, Lala. Oh, it was on Cynthia because you have to do nighttime. Yeah, what's her evening? Oh my god, I called her Cynthia. We're still on Lala. Okay, here she is. Evening hooker look. She's got the far red hair, some more fishnets, some pleather. She can't afford the leather. She said it. That's and, right. And uh, this is cute. This is giving me. You know, if it's this hooker, it's giving me hooker for sure. You know, she's giving me, she's giving me break up, bye bye. She's giving me that like what they, what the rock destroyers wore. Bag of chips. Yeah, actually a little bit more. Um, the other girl, Did blue hydrangea. Oh, the other, blue. The other one. <laughs> yeah. The less, the, the less entertaining one. The third uh, one. Um, again, I don't love this. What would we? What would we? Oh, we keep forgetting. What would we give the last one? I give it a cut. The, the yeah, I'm gonna I cut. Give, I give. I'm actually, I'm gonna cut both of them. She looks good. I just don't. I'm not impressed. I give this a cut too. Again, like it's good, but it's just basic. And we can, yeah, it's a bit too basic. I understand she's very new and she's obviously on the show because her personality is great. We love her personality. Yeah. But the look so far, I, it leaves me wanting a little bit more. I'm thirsty. And same for her entrance look. Also not impressed with that. So like, I'm hoping she can turn it out later on. 
That's well, she had a decent runway later. Okay, well, we give so many runways to do. Who's yeah. after this? Here comes Lux, Olivia Lux, they call her. That's she right. A, another small, she's got all the small fucking purses. That's her brand now, tiny purses. Lizzo brought out that tiny fucking purse. Now everybody's like, mm, stole it. Uh oh. Um, Lizzo. She's a bit of a period. She gives a lot of period pieces. Um, she's on a. Yeah, she's, she's a very vintage queen, which I think is cute. I think it is cute. It gives a little bit of a callback. She knows her references. Yeah. Um, and it gives her a bit more of an identity, I guess, too, right? Yeah, for sure. We know who she is, we know what she's thinking. Yeah, and this is also very like of uh, that WAP period. Like the whole WAP video was very kind of vintagey in some ways too. Okay, I never saw the video, so I wouldn't know. Oh, you gotta watch the WAP. You haven't watched the WAP video? No. Shit, macaroni in my pot. I mean, I've heard the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think she looks cute. I don't like the fit of the dress. I concur with that. I love the ostrich feathers, but I don't like this other print that's with it. Me neither. I don't think they work together. And then the red hair is jarring as well. So I give it a cut. Yeah, I wasn't into the color story. And I and also it just didn't fit right. Like it was just kind of like, it looked like it needed to be ironed a little bit. It was like baggy and like moving in all the wrong places for me. I have some fit issues with her so far on the show. But yes, okay, so here comes the nighttime look. She's mm -hmm. giving us a sequiny, what is this? This is uh, not sequin. it's like a weird textile though, shiny textile. I was yeah. nude cutouts here and there with swathing. A nice pulled back hairdo. Yeah, she's uh -huh. a girl on the town. She looks gorgeous. She is the upscale escort. Uh-huh. Not a hotel. She looks stunning. I think, this, I think this outfit is beautiful. The only thing I don't like is the way the nude panel attaches in the armpit. I thought that looked a little off to me, but like otherwise, totally into what she's wearing. I don't ever love nude panels in drag, <laughs> mm -hmm. depending on where they are. But most of the time they put them in like the midriff area like where everybody has their like undergarments and stuff. Yeah. And you can always see the undergarments through the nude panel. So it's not giving me any illusion. Right. Um, but I do like this. I give this a nut. I, I nut this. I nut this. Nice. Yeah. I nut the second look. I cut the first look. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. Who's after? Uh, here comes Tina Burr. My girl. Simone. 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 Come sassing down the runway in a power suit from the 90s. This is such a 90s runway. She knows her references. Talking references. Uh-huh. She knows what's up. This is giving me all the, like, 1992 runways. Uh, the print is yellow, pink, and blue, and black. Normally, I would hate these together, but it just works. And she's got mm -hmm. a little K-pep behind it, so everything is just... You know, there's little, like flashes of things that you wouldn't have expected in just a, a regular suit. Yeah, yeah. There's like an asymmetry to it with the cape. Yeah. Um, her hair is like, it's so on point for like early 90s streetwear. Um, she not only knows her references, but she knows herself. Like you know exactly who that woman is when she's walking down the runway. Like she's so in character 100% of the time. She gives me Fenty runways, you know? Like I can see her uh -huh. being a Rihanna uh, runway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, uh -huh. The hair works for it. Um, I get it. Yeah, this is a big nut. Big nut. This is a walnut. Is that the biggest uh, nut? That's hey, a pretty big nut. It? Coconut. It's a coconut. Hey, wait, is that a nut? Is a coconut a nut? It's got a nut in it. Wow. It's also got milk in it too, honey. It sure do. I drink it all the time. 
Do you get this in that? A hundred percent. I'm not sure how I feel about this nut and cut. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we, this may be the last time you hear it. Her evening look, which is... Um, it's like a deconstructed dress. Am I right? Yeah, so she's got... Uh, I'm just looking at it here. It's got the... Kind of like a, a bustier, which has been like uh, hardened. So it's like some kind of hardened bustier. And then like sure. a stripped down... Um, yeah, she looks like she's been through it a little bit, you know? A bit of a yeah. night. Um, yeah, which I like. like. I'm seeing the story. If this, this, this hair, like Michelle said as well, this hair pulls everything together for me. Uh huh. If she wasn't wearing this hair, I wouldn't necessarily get the full story for this. Yeah. It's also giving me a little bit of Africa. Yeah, it's a very fun look. She And she's a fun walk. Like she, her walk is incredible. Yeah, she's perfect. Perfect. I give it a net. Yeah, presentation, 100%. I love it. Give it a nut. I'm, I'm going to nut it too as well, because she sold it to me. We got a couple nuts out of you, Simone. Here comes <laughs> Tita Burnter, and Tita is wearing the colors that we will not get enough of. It is red, orange, and yellow. Mm -hmm. uh, her daytime look is very busy. She's got a peplum, tutu. It's too, too much. There's bows. Um, what do you think? I think there's a lot going on, and I'm already over these colors. Done. Yeah. I'm done. I get it. Like, you want to brand yourself. I'm like, oh, my God, this is too much color. And, like, with rosé, too, of like, you know, we're going to get pink with rosé. I know. Like, guys, like, come on. Like, let's do a little bit of... I mean, luckily, we got something different with her in the very end of the episode, but had I seen all of this the whole time, I would have been like, come on. So I yeah. like this. I like this. I don't like the, how it's put together, though. It's too busy, and I don't like the There's color. too much going on. Yeah, I give it a cut. I'm cutting it, too. Then her second look is similar color scheme, but it is with latex, and this is my latex blouse that I just bought. It's very expensive. <laughs> and, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear it like this. And uh -huh. a red long ponytail, which is all the girls are wearing, all the young gals are wearing. What do you Yeah. Think? She's, I'm getting this vibe that she's trying to be young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder how old she actually... Did you... Hello? Did you crash? Oh, my God. Did I? Did you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Am I here? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Woo. Um, I was just going to say, I wonder how old she actually is. Because she. Yeah. I hate when people in their 30s talk about how old they are. I'm like, 30s is not old. Stop it. Yeah. She's not old, let's be clear. But I do feel like she is a bit, she's a bit, you know, she's got more of that old school campy vibe to her though. That's what she plays into. So when you play mm -hmm. this kind of like younger, really young look, which is her second evening look, for some reason it doesn't resonate with me as authentic. Right, yeah, I was gonna use that word too. Like I just don't feel like it's her. The colors definitely are. I mean, I love all this stuff. I wear this stuff all the time. I don't like the skirt with this though. Um, yeah, that's my big thing. I don't like this yellow skirt. So I give it like a half net. Yeah, I'll cut it. I'll cut it for you. All right. She gives me. Okay, good. I'll give cut your nut. Guilty. I give, it, <laughs> I give it. I give it one net out of two. <laughs> this is going to be so offensive to people. Okay, here comes <laughs> Elliot with two T's and she is the French Parisian Ratatouille. Yeah. So I liked this when I saw. Ratatouille. I said, Ratatouille? 
I like this one. I saw the close up, and then when they panned out to the whole outfit, I was like, uh, a bit short. But yeah, yes. I like it's a good headshot outfit. You know, if you're getting your headshots, your eight by tens. Yeah, yeah, with like the like the, the blonde bang on the red, like it looks really nice with oh the red God, earrings is, and the red beret. This is such a '90s eight by ten actor shot, isn't it? It is. Just, it is. It's the, like Kim Basinger. Yeah, I could see Kim Basinger wearing this. <laughs> I like it. Right that. Um, so I give this. I give this a nut. I'm gonna give it a nut. Do you even with that belt? That like generic black belt corset thing. Yeah, because I like it enough. Okay, I'm gonna give it a cut because I'm bored. All right, well, that's fine. But here comes her evening look. And uh, I'll tell you what, she surprised me. She's giving us the Moulin Rouge head bitch in charge. She's got all the uh, Vegas feathers coming out of her top hat, big ass uh-huh. shoulders. Uh huh. What do you think? I love the idea. I love where she's going with it. I love half of it. I don't like the chest section like i don't like the bra i don't like the corset again it just doesn't what? fully come together for me are you kidding you know this is probably the best look on the runway no it is not it is. the sleeves are great no this is the best look on the runway i'm telling you no it's not um got mixed daytime look is no no this is better like this is fierce this is a really good look i like this a lot no, we're going to disagree here. Well, obviously, I give it all the bushels of nuts. I like this a lot. Okay, you give it enough nuts for me. Um, and it's surprising me, because with Elliot's entrance look with the little 80s thing, I was like, oh, God. And now I'm seeing this, I'm like, oh, right. Okay, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. How many teas? Two! Okay, so we got to see a bunch of the looks done and dusted. Here we go. What's up next? Uh, an ad from our sponsor. Well, yes, we have an ad from our sponsor. Hopefully, that, that'll play, hopefully. <laughs> we're waiting to be approved. I think we're approved by now. Well, maybe we will be. Well, let's find out. We'll be back after this short break from our sponsor. All righty, we are back from that short break. It might have been real short. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know, but in case it wasn't, go buy that product. It sounds amazing. Yeah, we are moving on up, though. We've got commercials, maybe. <laughs> that we don't have to record ourselves. Oh, my God. I, 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 I love that. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a good 20 minutes off of our recording time. <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay, where did we leave off? Here, where, where, where are we? Ellie, well, the queens three. are coming back into the workroom to de-drag. Yeah. And... Rue pops in to announce the main challenge. Which because is, that wasn't even it. Oh, I know. I was like, uh, I was like, after this finished, I was like, oof, I'm done. Okay, good. And then <laughs> right? Rue's like, nope. Guess what? They're gonna have Got- to write their own lyrics, choreograph their own number, <laughs> do another runway. The show just started. Mm-hmm. We've already had one person voted off. They've come back. They've had a runway. We've had shady back and forthness. I've heard some rattlesnakes. And now there's more? <laughs> now there's more, baby. Oh. It ain't over till it's over. So what happens? So I guess uh, they're choreographing. They're, they're coming with the lyrics, so they're all writing. Yeah, and like Tina was in a boy band, so um, she's got some experience with this. I don't know. I just cannot imagine her in a boy band. 
I want to find what boy band it was and listen to some of their tracks and watch some of their videos if they have them. Yeah, is this just like one of those boy bands that would like travel to like schools? Yeah. <laughs> and they would sell their CDs to the kids in the school. Oh. I remember those. I, I, remember, I remember those boy bands very well. <laughs> I don't. Did you actually have boy bands come to your school? Yeah, all the time. What the hell? Yeah, they would just sing at us. Wow. Sing at you. <laughs> so <laughs> Stop. So I can't stand people singing. Like, stop singing <laughs> at me. <laughs> um, we find out that Olivia is a musician. I mean, we, she's talked about playing the piano before, but like, she's very excited about this. And she's bringing that try hard energy. Yeah. I can play the piano. Uh, you know she's actually giving me, I figured it out. Somebody from the Little Rascals. No, someone from Selling Sunset. Oh, Christy. What's her name? Christy. Chrishell. Chrishell. Oh, I hate that bitch. Is Olivia not the Chrishell of Drag Race? Like, she's got that permanent sweet smile. Like, I'm so innocent. Everybody love me. But, like, I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't like those people. Honestly, I see through them right away. And not that I don't like Olivia, but, like, I can see when she's trying to be overly nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I love Olivia. Hard. I'm a big fan of hers. I think she's great. But, like, there's something about her that puts me off, and it's that. It's that she is Chriselle to me. Yeah, that she's got Chriselle energy. You know what? Oh, my God. Who's Christine Quinn? She's my favorite. <laughs> I have a feeling Rosé is going to be the Christine Quinn. Oh, I hope. I'm going to be Christine Quinn. I'm going to be Christine <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Go to Squirrel Talk Podcast and on Instagram, and, and I'll show you a side-by-side of Chriselle and Olivia. You'll see the visual representation will pop up. So we're doing choreo. They're all on the runway. They're getting their choreo on. Mm -hmm. um, nobody wants to say they know how to do, nobody wants to lead. I think most of them actually are genuinely not like lead dancers, except for Elliot who decides not to pipe up. Which, I mean, that's what she does. She's a dancer. Yeah, and a liar. <laughs> that's why they voted her out. <laughs> um... Yeah, and a liar. A, yeah. liar. a liar with two R's. <laughs> I know she's, I bet her name isn't with two T's. She's lying, that bitch. She's <laughs> <is> pathological. <laughs> uh, okay, I honestly, this whole section, which took up so much time, yeah. I cannot stand watching, I'm going to say this as a blanket statement with Drag Race in general. I yeah. cannot stand watching drag queens trying to choreograph each other. I hate it. Uh -huh. I hate it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> it drives me. I was paying attention to the set behind them, trying uh -huh. to see if they actually painted it from last <laughs> year. I was like, did they actually paint that set? I don't I even shit. hate. I even hate trying to learn choreo, like trying to do choreo in a group of people. I mean, that's its own thing, but I don't want to watch this. It does, yeah. It's never the same thing that they present on stage. It's all this like fickle, stupid... Like, oh, she didn't know how to do the moves. It's always like, this one girl didn't know how to do the moves. Cut to like her doing the stage moves. And it's like, oh, she got it. Like, Yeah, cares. because then she had like 24 hours of rehearsal. I know, like it doesn't matter. I hate it. This took up like 15 minutes of the episode. I'm not kidding. You know, you know what I'm annoyed by is that we didn't get them recording the tracks. I would much rather have that. I would rather hear their actual lyrics, which I didn't get to hear when the song played. Yeah. Like it just went into the song and it was like, what? Um, that also really threw off Gottmik is because I guess the other girls didn't get to hear Gottmik's 
um, lyrics. And so when they played them, when they were in rehearsal, Gottmik was very thrown off because um, she hadn't come out to the group yet as a trans man. Right, which I get why that was, but you know you wrote that. I mean, I don't, <laughs> you wrote it, you're rehearsing your song now. What are you yeah. expecting? Like, hello? <laughs> I, that felt a bit contrived to me. I'm going to say it. It's been, it felt a bit contrived. I get that that's a big part of the season is coming out as trans. I love that. Um, and I wish that we had the full workroom of girls there so she, they could come out as trans to all of them. Yeah. Because now we're going to have to get, like, okay, she came out to them. Now she's going to have to come out to them. You know? So it's like, it's so hard. like things are so drawn out. The moment felt contrived to me, but, like, Gottmik didn't. Like, Gottmik's reaction felt very authentic to me. Yes, I, be- I believe I believe them, yes. Yeah. And by the way, they also, they, they talk about in this episode that they go by um, he, him when they're out of drag and they go by she, her when they're in drag or they, they don't really care. They're pretty, like, open with... No, they, no, she said she does care. She says that when she's in drag, she wants to be called she, otherwise she feels, like, othered. Like, she feels like they're calling her out for not being yeah, a drag so queen when she is in drag she likes to be called she which a lot of people consider trans performers they them or he like they want to continue their pronouns yeah um even if they're in drag but it makes but what got nick was saying was like it, it devalues their drag that they're doing at yeah the, that moment right as an artist yeah so out of drag he him in drag she her we generally call everybody she her on here is because we're mostly referring to them as drag personas it's just they also brought up like i mean this is a big part of drag culture is like overthinking pronouns i mean in like queer culture really and i'm certainly guilty of this of like overthinking people's pronouns and like uh mistaking their pronouns and but not intending to mistake pronouns you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um i'm just so used to calling anybody who does drag she her like girl you know that's just the generation I grew up with. Um, yeah. But obviously I have to change my mindset and I have to be more conscious about that. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it does get tricky because there are like a lot more people have different um, ideas on what they want to be called. And so you try to respect everybody, but like some people are really not comfortable being called they, and some people are really not comfortable being called she. And like, there's so many of us, it really does get hard to keep track of. It's like, really we do our best, hard. but it's hard. I find yeah. it very complicated. And I wish, I wish, I mean, I get it and I love it. I love that we embrace all of it, but I do wish we simplified it a bit. And I think Gottmik was kind of saying that with the overthinking of pronouns sometimes, right? Yeah. So I do want us to kind of find a way to simplify a bit more for us to make it easier. Because if the queer community is having a problem with this, the straight community is going to have a real tough problem with this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's interesting to me that like Gottmik and Olivia have a moment at the makeup mirror where Gottmik, or where, where Olivia asks Gottmik about her pronouns and about being trans. And it sounds based on the way they're talking that they're only talking to each other, but they're standing right next to everybody else. There's only six of them in the room or seven of them in the room. So how did everybody not hear that? Again, it feels a bit contrived. It really does. It, the whole, the whole choreo thing, which I was already over. And then the God mm-hmm. make thing of like, I want to tell them yet, but it felt like they already had told them. It felt a bit contrived to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have just liked if, if they just had a moment in, with the group and just said it. Which they do they kind of did in Untucked. They did in Untucked, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she did. Like, I'm sorry. We're like, look, we're, we're like messing up the pronouns already. I know. They, I don't think they care that much. Um, no, she does. She literally said she does. <laughs> well, they're not always in drag on the show. I know. 
So sometimes they're out of drag, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> you see how so, complicated this is? Yes. Uh, but, now, you know what? but bottom line is, I fucking love that they're there. I fucking love it. They're perfect. They are representing so many things, and they're serving their drag. Should we cut to the performance? Um, well, no, there's a moment quickly where, where Tina asks Elliot <laughs> what the deal was, which is another thing that surprises me is that Elliot's now been there for two days, and this is the first time they're asking her about her elimination? No, that I know that's the thing. I was like, come on, you guys asked her when she walked in. Right? How did you not? Also, they're like filming I, I, this whole, oh, I hate it. <laughs> The filming yeah. feels weird for this. The timelines for like how people are coming out with things are coming weird for me. Yeah. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, there's something there's something odd about like the the narrative here. Um but Elliot does explain to them everything that happened and they're like, wait a minute. You got you lost the lip sync. They voted you out in a tie and then they voted you out again. Like you got eliminated three times in the first like twenty minutes of being on this fucking show. That's pretty great, though. I mean, that's pretty great. <laughs> I, if that happened to me, I'd be like, oof, I am doing real good. <laughs> it's very funny. It is very funny. I like it. So we're doing performances, right? Uh, Please. Well, they, they ask everybody who they want to send home, or like, who would you send home if you had to? And they all go with the biggest threat, and half of them say Tina, and half of them say Gottmik. Right. And then Olivia gets mad that no one said her. They're like, oh, so you don't see me as a threat, which I think is a very Chriselle move. Oh, she's very Chriselle. Yeah, you can see the, you can see those daggers. Yeah. Slicing through her eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Watch Selling Sunset. You'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> now, on the main stage, we do have a guest judge this which, week. By the way, Chriselle is... doesn't, doesn't sell shit in Selling Sunset. <laughs> she does in the Valley. I don't think she sells anything. <laughs> she's only there because she's Justin Hartley's ex-wife yeah that was good though okay keep going what happened um, we get to the main stage and Jamal Sims is back as a guest judge I my favorite choreographer Jamal Sims so sexy such a kind choreographer just such a good person all around he is my favorite choreographer he is so accommodating yeah he's just he's perfect and he still makes him look good he doesn't he's not a dick about it yeah, but he can shove his dick wherever he wants. He's got nice gloves on. Hello, Daddy. Yes, please. So, and they are in their plexiglass uh, uh, <laughs> cubicles. Cubicles. They almost look like that. Th what's that thing at like a fair where you put like that? You put a quarter in, and a claw goes to get the stuffed animal. Oh yeah, what's that called? Or no, they look, like a, they look like a fortune teller, like a fair fortune teller. <laughs> I will tell you your future. Which is basically what they are. They, yeah, they will. They'll decide the future. So I guess the song starts as congratulations. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting to me because there's no pre-chorus. Like it just goes right into the first verse. I don't even um, like the song. I, I, yeah, you did it. I liked it. Congratulations. It's like the like the, the soldiers from Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. I don't like that. Oh, I love it. You know what it felt like to me? A little bit like Womanizer. Like it had a little bit of a Womanizer beat. I'm a Womanizer. Yeah. That's pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they all did their verses. We don't have to talk too much about them. Who struggled? 
Okay, I feel like Gottmik struggled. I don't, and I said this last week, I don't like when people who can't dance try to dance. Like, there's a lot of non-dancers on that stage right now, and and Gottmik is the only one who looked uncomfortable to me because they were trying to dance. And they had to choreograph themselves, so. Yeah, just just stand, like, you know, just stand there and work it. Like, you don't have to do dance moves. So they're not a, a big performer, so that's coming out a bit now i mean they know their drag right and they yeah but not, yeah not a big performer yeah so that's frustrating um, for me all i want for got make is to just like chill a little bit and like not try to do too much yeah candy muse i didn't understand a single word of zero enunciation that's I, another I pet peeve of mine nothing until she said bitch like i didn't, I didn't hear anything <laughs> yeah it was the funny like, thing, though, because it was just like, bitch. And you can tell it was a good verse. Like, you can tell she was, like, spitting great rhymes. But then you couldn't hear any of it. Could you? It sounded like it was probably really, if it was sung by someone who could sing or, like, could, could enunciate, it would have been great. Listen, and it's not like you can have like speech impediments or like lisps and stuff. That's fine. Yeah. But, like, she just, re- she's got a real mush mouth, like, real bad. Yeah, she didn't even like, try. We need subtitles with Candy Muse. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. She got a lot more in than Gottmik did. Like, Gottmik, they had four counts of eight, and Gottmik got two counts of eight out. Well, like, she they, had... They got the same, but she just crammed her lyrics, and she doubles, she doubles fed her lyrics. But, like, everybody else, there's some people who went faster, some people who didn't, but, like, Gottmik is the only one who literally said four lines. Because she spaced it out. And one of them was her name. Like, it's not... That's not how you win. Like, I'm just saying. I didn't like this. I mean, they did this in the season thir- 12, um, and some of them were pretty good. Like, I remember, like, uh, Widow Von Du's group was pretty good. Like, the rap yeah. stuff. I think yeah. that, that was a good group of girls. This this whole thing, I, I, I'm not, they were so different. Um, there uh-huh. was no cohesion. Cohesion. So it just was jarring. It was super jarring. Anybody Even their outfits, that? like, nothing really went together. Yeah, no, but nothing went together. Lala, I live for. <laughs> Lala, she had a, like, yeah. She came out, she gave me face. That's all I wanted at Alala. Now, my problem with her is that everything she wears goes right up to her chin. Like, the outfit she was... I didn't like the outfit she was wearing with that, like, sparkly bodysuit with the She's huge Tamisha's sleeves. She's daughter. She doesn't have a neck. <laughs> That's the only requirement to get into the house. Um, so, yeah, I just... <laughs> she, I wanted to see her neck. And she had a great verse, though. I did love her verse. I mean, this is honestly maybe a Tamisha thing. I swear to God, they're the no hydronet girls. Hydronet, no neck drag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know who stood out? Olivia stood out. I thought she was great. And uh, Jamal said she was giving Beyonce. I said, uh-huh. I think she was. You would know. Her outfit was incredible. Her hair was incredible. She had the moves. She had a great verse. She had the voice. It was all there for me. Yeah, she gave me a star. I liked it. Yeah, she was selling me that house, Rochelle. She stood out the most. Tina was a bit try hard again for me. Um, yeah, so Tina did what like what Michelle said was like you're on TV, you're not in a theater, so you can't turn your face. Like you have to look at the, you have to play to the camera. And like RuPaul said, that's a great note, and that actually is a great note. <laughs> like yeah, it is. Those are simple things that people don't think about when they're on the show. Uh huh, absolutely. But you know who does? Simone. Well, Simone knows. Yeah, Simone gives good face all the time. Everything she does is for the camera. I'm obsessed with her. She just stomped all over that runway. She just did it. Yeah. Her look was a little lackluster to me, but I liked her energy. But I think that's that's who she is. Like, she she presents looks that are 
like kind of basic, but she sells them as if they're high fashion. Like she, no, the other ones were, yeah, I got, I get what you're saying, but this one was just like a little too basic, a little, a little too basic. I think she worked it though. Well, I just have to describe, I cut you, I cut. <laughs> so are we getting into the, the runway? Yeah. Let's not talk about Elliot. Um, I don't even remember Elliot. What, oh, she did the splits. She wore, <laughs> yeah. she, wore, she wore my wig. Oh yeah. She wore your uh, wig. And she did my she did my splits. She did what I do. Yeah, yeah, you, you're great at splits. Um, she... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know if I was there, I'd be like, "Girls, hold my arms, wind me up." <laughs> Let me just prepare. Let me just stretch right here on stage. <laughs> wind me up. <laughs> she um she killed it. She had a really great verse, and uh, and she performed really well. I. I just find her face kind of dead. All right, here comes the runway. It's called LeMay. That's right. I love uh, LeMay. Uh, you do love LeMay. Um, I, I sometimes like LeMay. It's hard. Uh, it's a hard fabric, though, to get right. Is it? Yep, it is. We see a lot of variety of what you can do with LeMay on this runway that I wasn't expecting, which I'm very happy about. Oh, I agree. I agree, actually. <laughs> so here comes Got Mick giving us a um sea creature it was very the shape of water for me yes she was saying seahorse inspired i got that she's got a bodysuit it's got all kinds of frills uh coming off of it the full hood on they they Mm -hmm. like to wear a lot of hoods i like that it's different yeah and then they got the lame coming off as if it's like aquatic watery Uh uh-huh i think um stunning it is. It looks very expensive. It's by Diego Montoya, who has made some of the best outfits we've seen on Drag Race. Wow. Is, does he do stuff for Sasha Velour? I want to say yeah, yes, absolutely. Sasha Velour. Um, he did um, uh, Blair Sinclair's Blair Sinclair's um, finale look for the All-Stars. This is giving me a lot of Sasha for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I love it. I think it's really, this is one of my favorite looks I've seen so far in the series. Uh, and I think that that's what Gottmik does best. Yeah, it, it so really was. These looks. So this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I nut it. I give it a nut. Yeah, I'm going to nut this. I'm going to nut it. Nut it. After Gottmik comes Candy Muse. And she's giving us Austin Powers. Lame, moments. Oh, you tell me what you think first. <laughs> Um, I wish if she was going for the fanbot that she had done more with the bra that she had uh, made it a little bit more like bullet. Like that's uh, what I was gonna say. I was like, you're gonna do a reveal and have a flat bra underneath it. Yeah, I mean, Boa just did a video uh, getting it done. She had the fucking fanbot thing with the fireworks coming out of it. Yeah, like I'm not saying you need breasts for drag, but I am saying that if you're gonna do a fanbot, you have to have something to shoot from. I don't even care if she had press, but she could have done a coat. That I needed a reveal. Like they, the, 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 the fembots had um, machine guns Yeah, coming out of her boobs. That's what made them a fembot. Exactly. This one, she had like little um, rivets around her nipple area. I was like, but that's it. They did nothing. No. That's a rivet. Yeah, not happy about it. Girl, you better pivot. That is a rivet. <laughs> and then she's got these chunky go-go boots and a uh-huh. flat ass... Yeah, and this wig is flat. You're doing a you're doing a go-go sixties number. Yeah, like I don't mind the wig in general, but for this it needed to be it needed to have a bump. If you're gonna do this basic look, which this is so basic, you could this is literally like party store mm-hmm. um, apparel. Mm-hmm. At least do it up with a wig. 
Yeah. I hate this. I hate it. I cut it. I Oh, my God. If I was there right now, I'd be cutting this up. <laughs> you have your scissors out on the runway. <laughs> Shing! <laughs> I'm going to cut it as well. Good. Two cuts. Okay, here comes La Larie, and she is giving us Ferrero, Ferrero Rocher chocolate uh, my favorite. candy. My favorite, too. It's got a little nut in it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this has got a little nut on it, too, because I'm going to nut this already, because I like it. I'm uh, nutting right with you. I'm right, I'm right next to you. I'm nutting. Okay, this is good for the whole family. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the only thing I don't like are these leggings. Uh, I don't like them. They are from... 2009, uh, the hooker store, and they don't match the, the rest of the outfit, which is great. I love this overcoat. It's a beautiful color. Uh -huh. It's beautiful on her skin tone. Um, her wig is, a, you know, it's not as flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't mad about the wig this time. Yeah. Um, I'm mad about the neck again, but... Um, they don't have necks. They don't have necks. <laughs> but we just have I, to accept this. Um, I do love the outfit though. I think it's, I think it's gorgeous. It flows beautifully. She gives good head. Oh my god! Just looking at <laughs> literally just the head. She gives me just like this lioness. I fucking love her face. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's like this. Oh, it's just like a squishy teddy bear lion face. I love it. Oh, you just yeah. squeeze her. I I love Lala. Also, <laughs> La -la -la. her confessionals are very funny. Yeah, she's a great personality. I can't wait for Tamisha now, because Tamisha's confessionals were so funny last week. Oh, they're a family for sure. I mean, last week when they were all getting out of drag, she's like, this is the best we got. I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> she is the best out of this group. She's the one that I'd hit up out of she's the group. She's cute. Yeah, I like her. Again, okay, nut, but the leggings, a cut. Okay. Yeah. I, she could have just wore panties. She could have. She should have. Here comes Olivia Lux giving us another period. Mm -hmm. uh, she's giving us a, uh, this is like a 1930s, 40s. 40s, 50s. I'm going to get, it's like, it's kind of like, it's giving me like Dorothy Dandridge almost. Yeah. Um, it's, she looks beautiful. It is adorable. She looks so soft and lovely. And the outfit was actually made by um, Tyler Nias only. I don't know how to say it, but he's from Project Runway season 18. And he's the one that you've all seen the meme of on the runway where Carly Kloss says, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing this. And he says, not even to dinner with the Kirshners. Oh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. So he made this outfit. I fucking love him. He called her out. Yeah. I mean, what, what was to call out? She's against them too. Like she, like they've disowned her son because he married her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Carly Kloss is not a Republican. She is a Democrat, and so is her husband. So it doesn't matter. It was still cunty, and I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it needed to be said. Uh, but this look. So I love this wig on her. It's I think it's beautiful with the jewelry. Um, I love the top part. It's the ivory on her skin with the lily pad. The yeah. bottom part is fitting a bit weird for me, though. I don't know if it's her hip pads. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's fitting a bit weird around the hips. Okay. I could see that. I liked it all together, though. I'm going to nut it. Oh, it's, it's just like, it's for some like her hips are like falling off. Huh. They're actually like, they look like she's got loose change in her hips. <laughs> she needs better pads. Like, That's some fit things. There's some fit issues. She does have some fit things. Um, I don't want to comment on people's bodies, but like she's someone who looks like she's skinny, but she's not skinny. 
Um, she's a kind and, like, of Rochelle I want... body. She's like, she's like, she is giving me Rochelle with this runway. Like, <laughs> everything about her is Rochelle. <laughs> but like, I wonder if she's like coming off a weight loss or going into a weight gain. Like, there's like, it feels like, like, um, she doesn't know her body completely yet. Yeah, but the thing with drag is that doesn't matter because you're using cinchers, you're using padding, you're using breasts. You're, like, you're, you're using so many things that that never matters. Yeah. With drag and never like that. Yeah, it just doesn't matter with drag. If you're, if yeah, and it feels like she hasn't really figured out all the tools that are at her disposal yet. Yeah, that could be true though. You're right. You're right. All right. So I give this a net. You give it a net. I'm nutting it. Yeah, I love it. All right. So here comes um, on Golden Pond. That's what she was. Here comes Simone, and she just, got in a, she just got in a fight with Gigi's mom. Gigi made the wig. Gigi's mom punched her. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a little cut above her eye, and then she's giving us a boxing. She's got the boxing gloves, she's got the boxing lame cape, and, uh -huh. and a different. Yo, she looks fucking good. She came out there and she was like, you asked for lame, but I'm gonna give you boxer. It's amazing. And the shoes are sporty. Mm -hmm. um, I love this. It's like a different reference. It's like campy. It's kind of what Gigi does too. It's like a campy. It's a campy reference. Yeah. So I love this. It's still fashion, but it's giving me camp fash. I love that camp fash. And like once again, stomping on the runway, just like selling herself. Yeah, she is a model. She is. Uh, she should audition for America's Top Model. Seriously, I want her in the next fashion runway show in the Fenty, in the next Fenty fashion show. Oh, she will be um, giving us all the mullets. And mm -hmm. I give this a nut. I punched that mm -hmm. nut. A hundred nuts from me. And the winner of the nut belt goes to Simone. Ding, ding, ding. Who's ready to nut? <laughs> I'm nutting everywhere. Stop. Here comes. Uh, I almost said Tina. It's, but it's Nina. No, it's Tina. It is Tina. It is Tina. So that's a mistake that who said that? Um, Elliot said it. Yeah. Elliot called her Nina in Untucked. Because she's got, a, she, I mean, she's Nina West-ish. But here she is. She's giving us Tin Man, uh, which is finally we got rid of the red, yellow, orange. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I was almost thinking she was going to open this up and she'd be on fire. Mm -hmm. Like a baked potato. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Well, she did sneak the red in when she opened up her coat and she had a heart there. Um, I love the purse. I love the Axe purse. It's very cute. Uh, I love it. I like the look. It's, she needed to do something different and she did it the right way. I agree. We needed, we needed to see this from her. Otherwise, she would have been way too one note. Yeah. Um, the only thing, I love it. I really do love it. I, the, her makeup, though, is a miss. because She didn't do any contouring. Or she did, I can't tell. So it looks like she just put silver all over her face. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't notice that. So there's no depth to her face. So just, it really, yeah. I mean, she it does look like she contoured a bit, but it's not enough. Yeah. Because um, that's your moneymaker, honey. You need that face. It sure is. But the outfit is gorgeous. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think she did a great job with this. I give it two tin cans full of nuts. I'm going to give it one nut. One nut. Okay. Does it have gas on it? No, just a nut. All right. Why would it have gas on it? What? <laughs> Here comes Elliot with two T's. And she is teasing us with a little uh, nip schlip. And this is like an A. What period is this? This is almost like Barnum, like Barnum Circus. 
Oh my God, it is a little bit, isn't it? Well, she she referenced Tara Lipinski, which I totally see. Yeah, it's it a, is a little ice skater. Yeah. Yeah, Tara Lipinski was on Young and the Restless for a little while. Um, it's I don't like it. I th- I find it um too ice skatery. I find it too like toddlers and tiaras. I'm just not really into it. I'm getting this. I get this scheme from her though. She's got an '80s vibe, um, mm-hmm. and I like that. I like that reference from her. I get it. Um, she wasn't alive in the '80s, <laughs> like right. some, of, some of us were. <laughs> right. Um, so I like it for that. I hate this when they do the two tone makeup though. Like when they do like a different color on each eye. Yeah. It drives me crazy. I just hate it. I don't mind it. I hate um, it. I get, like it gives me a headache. I'm not kidding. I actually get a headache. Oh my god. Yeah, like I, I guess you never were able to stare at those like those illusion posters where you have to really oh, stare god, at. Oh god, I would pictures. throw up. <laughs> you people used to buy me the magic eye books, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, you poor thing." Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm easily nauseous, though. Just looking mm. at somebody can make me nauseous. If you're going to go for 80s, though, I want you to go for better 80s references. Yeah, I threw up some nuts, but I didn't give it a nut. I cut it. Yeah, I'm cutting it. All right. Um, Cut! That's it. That's it. Oh, uh, but yeah, out of this group of girls, Candy would have been in the bottom, and I think she might have gone home first. (laughs) She might have played Natalia. You got to step it up. I don't know. Candy, I don't think Candy would have lost lip sync if she had lip sync against Scott Mick. Well, that might be true. Yeah. But Gottmik's run was really great. I don't think I, they really thought Gottmik would have been in the bottom. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? But you know what? The twist is nobody's in the bottom, and the winner is who? Well, it, it's um, it's Simone and Olivia. They're lip syncing for five thousand dollars. Yes. So the other girls are safe. They're relieved. Candy lives to see another. Uh, cabbage patch and the girls are lip syncing what are they lip syncing they're lip syncing to break my heart by dua lipa i love this album by the way it's so good it's a fantastic album and olivia's very happy to be in the top and this is where she has her crochet moment of being like see i am a competitor i am doing good they do like me christine you know what i would really like is if like she comes off she's come off this very sweet so far with everything we've seen from her yeah. Um, I would love if they flipped that. Oh, she became a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would revel. That would be fascinating. When we first started this, like, when, like after the Meet the Queens, I was like, she's going to be Miss Congeniality. Yeah. And then now that I'm getting more Chriselle, <laughs> I can't stop talking about Chriselle, but now that I'm getting more Chriselle vibes from her, I'm like, oh, she might not be yeah. Honestly, Congeniality. The Christine Quins are the real deals, okay? They're the good people. <laughs> Don't trust the shells. You love her so much and her zebra um, engagement parties. Oh my God, we're the same person, I swear to you. So, <laughs> they're lip syncing, and they have two different various styles. So, uh, Olivia's doing very New York style, I would say. She's yeah, she's acting out. everything out. She's going comedy with it, I guess. It's not that song, <laughs> but she is taking it that route. That's what, I mean, it's not that song, but like, if you can do it, do it. And I think Olivia did a great job. No, I disagree. I hated it. Oh, I liked it. No, it drove me crazy. It was so like inauthentic. It didn't fit the song. Um, it felt cheap. I like it just felt like cheap, cheap things that she was doing. So here's why it felt inauthentic to me is because she's not. I don't get comedy queen vibes from her. I don't, and I feel like she's a person who like arrived in New York, 
saw what was going on and copied everything. Like, just as like, oh, that's what people do. People make fun of the song. So she starts, so she's like, oh, that's how I have to perform to get gigs in New York. Like, that's what it felt like to me. I don't know if that's who she is. I don't know her personally. But like, it felt like that to me too. Yeah. But that's not authentic. Right. Uh, Whereas Simone took a much more like uh, direct approach to it. She like was- She lived in it. She lived, and that's what, I mean, you gotta let, you gotta re- read the song, you know, you gotta hear the song. There's, you can make, yes, you can make anything funny, but like some songs is like, maybe this isn't the moment. I mean, it's not like it's a ballad. Like, it's not like it's a heartbreaking ballad. I'm, if, if you had a, like a real comedy queen up there doing shtick, it would have been funny. I, maybe, I don't know. Honestly, sure. I didn't like it. I didn't like the slip sync, I'll be honest. I didn't care for it. Uh, really know. enjoyed it and yeah. i thought and i think olivia did do a good job of it even though it didn't feel real like i think she executed it well i mean this is supposed to be a top two lip sync you know but i it felt yeah. like the bottom two lip sync it felt like they were fighting through their lives and i, I honestly wasn't that impressed hmm. yeah all right That's there it I is felt. but you know i was already in the mood after this episode because i just i was over this episode yeah you weren't a fan you were texting me through it and you were like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got real. Yeah. It's because yeah. Elliot's makeup made me nauseous. I'm sorry about those eyes, those two colors. So the winner is Simone. She wins $5,000. Yeah. She is the biggest winner thus far, undefeated. Have they been giving cash chips for regular seasons? They did on the season. This is the same thing as season 12, where they. Oh, they did. Widow won the cash tip, right? Right. Um, I don't even remember who won the second one. Jada. Did she? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah she was up against Shitty Poo. Shitty Poo? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we go. So Simone is going in big, and she is a front runner as far as we can see. And we are going to have this whole episode happening again next week. <laughs> we sure are. Oh, it's a different song, though. At least it's a different song. So that's it, Simone wins, and uh, that's it. That's it, we're at the end of the episode. I guess Tune in gonna, next week. The losers come back next week, and we're getting all this again. I doubt anybody's gonna go, so it's gonna be episode four before anybody gets eliminated. That's right, just two more weeks. Holy shit. All right, but Drag Race UK is coming out next Thursday. Mm-hmm. This Thursday. This Thursday, and I'm looking forward to that, because I think this is gonna be a real campy comedy season for Mm-hmm. UK. Uh-huh. I'm expecting campy fashions, big personalities, subtitles. I can't wait. Who's one of your favorites so far? Standing up. Tace. Oh, I love Tace. Yeah. Tace is giving I, me like the Naomi Campbell fantasy boots down house. Uh-huh. I can't wait to watch Tace perform. Also, I'm very excited about the person in yellow. What was her name again? <laughs> Ginny Lemons. Yes. Or Lemon Ginny. Yeah, she's giving me like bag of chips in lemons outfits, but um, she's but I, I'm Alan Carr's bag of chips. Yes, yes, <laughs> but I'm so I'm excited to see what what what's going to make them unique and what's and fun. There is a funny Scottish queen. I'm looking forward to the Scottish queen. Yes, <laughs> she's like ah, what do they, you want from me? What do you want from me now? <laughs> <laughs> they all look fun to me. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, and then we got two seasons. All right, there we go. There we go. And then so, All-Stars, and then Canada, and then Australia. Oh stop, you're overwhelming people. Stop. 
All right, so you can follow us on our uh, Instagram now. It's Squirrel Talk Podcast. Add us, and you can get updates of when the episodes come out and little tidbits of what happened in our episodes. Yeah. Care of Selena Vile. And we also are on the Sonar Network, so check out the sonarnetwork.com to listen to our podcast uh, and listen to all the other podcasts they have because they have some amazing other shows that are uh, happening. I'm going to be doing the bedpost. Uh, when are you doing it? I'm uh, recording that on Monday. <gasps> That's sexy. It's a fun podcast. I did that it's one. a sex podcast. Or if you guys want to hear about my sex life, which right now is completely non-existent, mm-hmm. check it out. That's the Sonar Network, S-O-N-A-R network.com. That's it. And you can check us out on our socials. I am V-I-C-K-I-L-I-X. And I'm Selena Vile. There's no I in team. There's no I in Selena Vile. But there are two nuts in us. Mm-hmm. Each of us. Let's cut it. Let us know. Do you guys like it? Is it a cut or is it a nut? Yeah, you tell us. We'll have a poll on our Instagram. <laughs> we, we have to. All right, squirrels. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, all the good stuff. And we will see you next week for a twofer. That's right. See you twice, Monday and Tuesday, baby. See you then. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 